Welcome back to The Genrealist, where we take a deep dive on today's top podcast genres one at a time. I'm Nidia Serrano, Vice President of Sales Marketing at SXM Media, here to reveal all the best industry insider advice for advertisers. But today I have breaking news to share. Nearly a quarter of all Americans get their news from podcasts, making the second most popular podcast genre none other than news itself. News podcasts have seen a 37% increase in listeners year over year, and those listeners aren't just tuning in sporadically. 36% of people who listen to news podcasts are heavy listeners, tuning in 10 plus times per month. It's no wonder why podcasts are dominating the news cycle. They're on the go and smartly curated, shorter when you need it and more in-depth when you want it. News podcasts are everything the listener wants to know and nothing they don't. We know listeners love it, but what about the journalists in the newsroom? Here's what Hoda Cobb has to say about her new podcast. I found that this is sort of my new love, which is so funny because when you've done all the different things in broadcasting and media and you hit this podcast lane, all of a sudden I feel like I can exhale. It's like, it's like a warm hand on my heart. It's that feeling of this is right because the Today Show is, as we know, each interview is four to five minutes. That's really what you get top to tail. And, you know, when you're doing a podcast interview like this, you actually get to sit and absorb. And I feel like in this climate at this moment, we actually need to slow down. And I was thinking, like, what, why are we doing this podcast? Like, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, what is the purpose? And I feel like part of it is to try to calm or help calm a frazzled nation. Like, we all feel frazzled and there is a freak out element. Everything seems overwhelming. Everything's kind of in your face. And you do need to like push it all back and decide what you let in. When it comes to CNBC's Squawk Box, the idea was to take the daily three-hour morning show and condense it into a 40-minute podcast. I'm Katie Kramer. Uh, I'm a senior producer at CNBC. And in my work on our morning show, Squawk Box, I've also created and produced and host our daily podcast, Squawk Pod. With podcast listening being an inherently intimate environment, it adds new context and dimensions to every story. I think that people consume news in a really personal way. I think that when you connect with a particular personality in a story, not, not I don't mean like an anchor or a reporter, but when you connect with the person involved in a story. So, you know, if it's a political figure, if it's you know, somebody on the front lines uh, in the early days of the pandemic, if it's a CEO trying to save a company in a way that can be very dramatic and almost theatrical, you know, in its implications. Mm -hmm. So I think if you can think about ways that an audience feels something, it sounds almost like, you know, so emotional, but like everyone experiences the information they get in such a personal way. If you can think about the way that's coming home to somebody, I think that makes us better storytellers and better journalists. For a traditional TV news show with a set audience persona that trends educated, older, and high household income, the podcasts have opened up that audience and extended their reach into new, younger listeners. 
Squawk Box's audience has always been influential, affluent, at the center of decision-making across business and across the economy. I can't tell you how many times we've had long conversations with CEOs of large companies about their viewing experiences of the show, and they'll say like, oh, I like when you do that, or love to this segment, or love this conversation. It's a great opportunity when we get to bring new voices into that because of the level of influence of the, of the audience. And I think when I hear from people who listen to the podcast, they fit a very different profile, which I think is actually fantastic because that means that we're, take, we're seizing the opportunity to grow the audience. We're seizing the opportunity of finding new people on a new platform for what already exists, right? So when I hear from people, they're always busy professionals, really informed, want to be informed, do not have time to watch a three-hour morning show. I don't know how many of our viewers watch the whole show as intently as maybe I do, uh, obviously, but our audio listeners clearly understand the show, understand the personalities, usually are fans of the three anchors, usually fans of their banter and their jokes and their kind of personal back and forth, but want to have an experience with the news that is maybe not so time-stamped, mm -hmm. maybe not so the futures market is doing this, we're expecting this inflation data in 90 minutes and 60 minutes and, and a half an hour. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we do on CNBC, obviously, is very timed to... Yeah. And because the podcast reaches a new audience, it opens up opportunities for content as well as new opportunities for advertisers. And I think that one thing that we see when we, you know, when a particular episode resonates with listeners and we can kind of see uh, if there's a lot of downloads, it's almost always a personality that people are connected to. Mm. So if it is a high-profile investor by name, those episodes will do really well. Our, our most, by far, our most popular episodes are a special series that we did that was just for podcast. Funnily enough, it was our most original, completely produced for audio series But I think the opportunity for advertisers is so specific in that podcast listeners are something of a captive audience, right? You've got these ads coming to you in the middle of your other kind of experience, and you want it to match the quality, you want it to match the, you know, production value, you want it to kind of feel like part of the same ecosystem as what you're listening to. I think the worst experience is if something is tonally off, right, you know, from the experience as a, as a listener. But I do think that news podcast listeners now are absolutely younger, probably have more flexible days in that they might be on the go at 7 a.m. on the way to work. They might be on the go in the middle of the day doing something else. They might be on the go at the gym at a different time. There are different times to meet people where they are, or I guess I'd say that slightly differently. People are consuming audio news content on their own schedules all across the day. And I think that you have an opportunity for high-end, probably expensive advertisers to reach an entirely new audience that isn't watching cable business news, as much as I wish they would, but can see, uh, you know, good ads would resonate with that kind of audience because you're already in it, right? You've already invested the time. You've already sat down and listened to the whole experience. Yeah. Despite the decline of news consumption across other mediums, news podcasts have gained serious momentum, fueled by younger, high-achieving, politically active listeners. 89% are registered to vote, 
59% are more likely to contribute money to social causes. Their opinions of brands that advertise within news and politics content is extremely positive. 85% of listeners say that their opinion of these brands is unchanged or more positive. 89% took action after hearing the ad. And 25% of those listeners make company purchasing decisions. Hi, I'm Clark Shane. I'm the VP of Integrated Marketing here at SXM Media. With over 20 years of experience in the news industry, from Business Week to CNBC, Clark not only has a passion for the genre, but has watched it grow and transform. News is a very powerful medium. It's of the moment and you know, allows advertisers to engage with consumers who are turned on. It's not a passive listening experience. It is an engaged listening experience because people are leaning into the content experience because they're looking to, to glean information that they can take action upon, whether that is action around their investments or action around the weather or action around fashion advice. It is information that they're looking to apply to their own lives. So it becomes a very almost interactive medium. And similar to what Katie Kramer referenced before, I think there can be a certain misconception around news, and it definitely attracts a certain audience. But podcasting has blown that up and introduced a new perspective. I think podcasts bring a fresh perspective to news and allow advertisers to lean into a younger delivery mechanism, plus it younger hosts and younger perspectives, whether that's the, the crooked media team or other news outlets, they really they're they're taking a fresh approach and they're they're bringing fresh voices to the mix, which I feel brings a, a new perspective and dynamic to the medium, which then allows advertisers to reach a younger, fresh audience. Our team here at SXM Media has studied our listener insights to better understand exactly who the news audience is. We've broken them down into three unique personas. The first is the activist. This is someone who is looking for actionable ways to drive impact. Think shows like The Rachel Maddow Show and What a Day. I think the younger generation is leaning to the delivery platform and just the way they consume their information. Podcasting is just sort of like one of the new ways they do it, whether it's they're getting the news on TikTok or podcasts. You know, it's like, it's, it's just how the next generation is doing it. But it also shows that they're not only interested in a entertainment or Snapchatty type content, right? They're, they're looking to take it to a whole other level. They're looking to embrace with Rachel Maddow. They're finding new ways to engage with that traditionally more mature audience type content that just goes to show you that like Rachel's delivering relevant and quality content. It's just, it's a medium is a new outlet and allowing new people to discover it. The second persona is the informant. This is probably what you traditionally think of as a news audience, but now they just take it on the go. 54% male, over 45 years of age, and a high household income. Think Morning Joe, Today, and The Megyn Kelly Show. Clark knows a thing or two about this audience. This persona is me. You know, it allows me to take my content on the road. It allows me to stay connected. It allows me to stay informed and and engage when and where I want to. It allows multitasking. I mean, it, it's just, you know, helps everything become a little bit more efficient and it keeps us 
it just gives you, it's, you don't have to be a couch potato to just take in the content, right? You can be on the treadmill, you can be on the train, you can be out running, out walking at the gym, out gardening, you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's anything, you know, and it speaks to the multidimensional aspects of our lives. No one just wants to sit and just watch anymore. It frees up your life. And lastly, the culturist. The culturist looks for a more informal approach to news searching out roundtable discussions, or even comedic takes on the latest news headlines. Think Vibe Check, Pod Save America, and Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. This is your Gen Z, younger millennial listener. I fully understand the younger generation doesn't want to sit and consume their parents' news or their grandparents' news, and things are different. The kids, the younger perspective, they're grappling with an entirely different set of circumstances. If you think about the challenges they have just living in a world that's packed with social media and school violence and things like that, they're, they have a different perspectives. So they want, they need to hear a fresh perspective from their news delivery. Arguably, podcasting has opened news to an entirely new generation of information seekers. They, you know, it's the delivery platform, it's on demand, it's delivered by their contemporaries in voices that they lean into and respect. More generally, the news audience is incredibly influential. 25% of listeners make company purchasing decisions, which is a huge saturation of decision makers all at your fingertips. Brands may still be on the fence about leaning into the news genre, but when it comes to brand suitability and trust, SXM Media's Vice President of Podcast Content Marketing, Amy Fitzgibbons, has some thoughts. You know, I understand the hesitancy, but you can't gain trust unless you give trust, right? Trust is a two-way street. And it's got to be the same with news. Like your consumers know what they're listening to. I know I'm listening to news. I'm not going to necessarily in my brain say, oh, some advertiser came in and advertised on this. Now I associate them with sadness and uh, or I associate them now with, you know, something that may not be of my political persuasion or something like that. I mean, yes, there is brand safety and I do understand that. And there's a lot, especially in news, right, the fact and fiction and all of those things. But all of these advertisers advertise on the news shows on TV. And so to kind of, and they trust those. And I know it's closer in your ears and it's a more intimate experience in podcasting. But again, you've got to, in order to gain trust, you got to give it. There are just some brands who have understood the power of podcasts from the beginning. And if you're an avid listener, there's a large chance you've heard a podcast ad from an early adopter. Stamps.com. My name is Mark Krojanski, and I'm a senior vice president of marketing for Octane. Two of our biggest brands are Stamps.com and ShipStation. And I've been working with the company for 22 years and in podcasting for more than 10 after 10 years in the industry, Mark knows how it's done. He has a tried-and-true strategy that delivers results. Know your audience and follow them where they are. For Stamps.com, that's small business owners and news. 
Well, we look for we look for for a host perspective. We look for shows that we like to listen to. Great storytelling, connection to the audience. But there are certain genres that do pop for us that are front and center. News and sports are great genres for us. And the podcast side, audio side, video side. Small business owners are big consumers of news content as well as sports content. And you know, our goal is to be where our small business target prospect is. And, um, you know, they like to listen to news and sports, then we want to be on content that has that association. Audio has changed news and led to a deeper level of engagement, creating a more leaned-in listener and a more discerning consumer. From our three listener personas, the activists, the informant, and the culturist, we can get a closer look at who makes news podcasts the number two genre in the U.S. The SiriusXM Podcast Network has the ear of all these listeners, with shows like Pod Save America, The Racial Maddow Show, Morning Joe, Vibe Check, and many, many more. With talent like this, it's no wonder that 25% of Americans get their news from podcasts. It's seriously here to stay. I'm Nidia Serrano, and this has been the news episode of The Genre List. Stay tuned for our next one, where we dive deep into another top podcast genre and how advertisers can make their mark. Thanks for listening.